From COK Studios in Brooke Gladstone's garden, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the controversy around sports teams with racist names. We'll also consider the reopening of Disney World amid a spike in coronavirus cases. And we'll consider that on opposite day, this show would be called Disregard Your Ignorance. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Ball Gags Etc., your number one source for any and all BDSM supplies. Order online and get your stuff safely and discreetly delivered to your home via our new Discount Dildo Dash service. Ball Gags Etc., the safe word is savings. And the Mask Foundation. Committed to making sure even morons who don't want to wear masks, wear masks. Because wearing masks saves lives. Visit putonagoddammaskyouidiot.org for more information. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. The Washington Redskins of the NFL and the Cleveland Indians of Major League Baseball have been under fire for years for perpetuating offensive stereotypes of Native Americans. Washington's announcement yesterday that they would be making a name and logo change came after FedEx, the title sponsor of the team stadium, said a request to the team change its name. The wave of anti-racism that is sweeping the nation has changed attitudes on the issue of team names. It was corporate sponsors and investors that have put pressure on the DC football team while Cleveland's baseball team says it just wants to embrace the need for social justice. No matter the motivation, there will be some new team names coming that fans will be rooting for. Joining us via Zoom to discuss what this means for sports as a whole, as well as what the new names should be, are the co-hosts of ESPN Radio's Sports Yell, Rick Van Patten and Cecil the Pontificator. Glad to have you back, guys. It's nice to be here. What's shaking, Dinah? Oh, a lot, Cecil. I know that this issue of racially insensitive team names has been on your radar for a long time. How are you feeling about what Washington and Cleveland are doing? As you know, this is a very touchy subject for a lot of people. Not for us, though. Obviously. Rick and I both agree that these names are highly offensive and should have been changed decades ago. Oh, I'm surprised, but uh, glad to hear that you two agree on something for once. Oh, yeah. We yell and fight and argue, but I know at the end of the day, Rick and I have each other's back, especially on issues of race and equity. I'm woke as hell. You sure are, Rick. Oh, that's so great to hear. Does it matter to you that the Redskins owner, Dan Snyder, only decided to make a name change because of the pressure of his sponsors and not because it's the right thing to do? Obviously. Dan Snyder is a weasel, a disgusting racist weasel who has propped up that racist name for years. Would I like it if he didn't need to be strong-armed by his sponsors and corporate partners? Obviously, again, I agree with my counterpart, Cecil. Snyder is the worst. Not only does he field garbage teams year after year, he fields a garbage team name and a logo that hurts Native Americans. I'm much more impressed with Cleveland's commitment to social justice, even if Cleveland is kind of a dumb. Oh, it's so nice to see you agreeing, especially on such an important topic. Um, I'm so used to just seeing you yell at each other. Oh, hold on, Dinah. We have serious disagreements about what the team should change their name to. Oh yeah, Cecil and I cannot agree at all. 
I say that Washington should become the pigskins. They could keep their colors and still be known to fans as the skins. It's no longer racist, and it has a nice uh, familiar feel. Are you taking crazy pills, Rick? The obvious choice is the Washington Sentinels. Not only is it a badass name, it's a great tribute to the team in the sports comedy, The Replacements, starring Keanu Reeves and Gene Hackman. They could even have Keanu come out at the first game of the season as his character, Shane Footsteps Falco. That movie was terrible. Pigskins. Falco, Falco, Falco. Pigskins, Pigskins. Any suggestions for Cleveland's new name? For some reason, I really like the name the Cleveland Steamers. I've told you many times, Google that term, and then you'll know why that's a terrible idea. Ugh, whatever. They already have the Cleveland Browns, so trust me when I say you should look it up and then never speak of it again. I'm forced to agree with Cecil. That's not a good name. I know what it means. I just really don't like Cleveland. I told you, it's a dump. Okay, well, fair enough. As always, we appreciate your insights and yelling. That was Rick Van Patten and Cecil the Pontificator from ESPN's Sports Yell. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Florida reported 15,299 new coronavirus cases on Sunday, marking the largest single-day increase of any state since the start of the pandemic. But if those numbers have you scared, don't worry, because there's good news for Floridians and any idiot who thinks traveling to Florida is a good idea right now. Nearly four months after it closed over coronavirus concerns, Disney World is once again welcoming guests. Both the Magic Kingdom and Disney's Animal Kingdom open Saturday to the general public, and Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios are expected to open on Wednesday, despite the fact that it's a terrible, completely irresponsible decision. Our own Cordell Nutbrock spoke with Disney bloggers and podcasters, Marcia and Ernie Jasper, about what to expect at the theme park in the time of COVID. Marsha and Ernie Jasper are behind the popular Disney website, A Blog is a Wish Your Heart Makes, and the Disney travel tip show, Supercalifragilisticexpiala podcast. They spoke with me via Zoom yesterday after they had attempted the reopening of Disney World. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, uh, no problem. Yeah, uh, happy to be with you. Uh, So even though Florida is one of the worst places for coronavirus, you went to Disney World this past weekend. Oh, yes, yes, we did. Oh, I can't tell you how amazing it was to be there again. Oh, the the past four months have been so brutal. I, I, I haven't ever gone that long without going to a Disney park in my entire life. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, Marsha is addicted to Disney. Like, it's a real problem. She went through withdrawals and made people coming down from heroin look just tame. She literally sat in a corner in the fetal position for 17 days straight singing, it's a small world, over and over. But but I'm good now because Disney is open again. Yeah, it uh, it was great to be back, I have to say. Oh, oh, I free-based a dole whip. Uh, quite. Uh, well, what is the experience like at the park now? Um, uh, well, uh, guests can no longer drive up to the parks for same-day entrance, 
Uh, they, they have to make reservations as part of an effort to limit the number of people in the park each day. Uh, Disney is also requiring face masks for anyone above the age of two and is taking temperatures uh, before people are allowed in. Also, social distancing is being encouraged and enforced with markers on the ground. Lines for rides are being spaced out. Physical barriers and plexiglass have been put in place where distancing just isn't possible. I see. Well, that does sound very strict. Oh, it is. Oh, I wasn't able to hug the characters like I usually do because they weren't there. Oh, the actors won't come back because of stupid COVID. Oh, it, it, it was still fun, but I really missed having my picture taken with Mickey and Minnie and Goofy and Captain Hook and Chip and Dale and Jasmine and the Genie and the Bugs from Bugs Life. Uh, Marsha, how old are you? 47. Why? Oh, no reason. And, um, do you have any children? Oh, yeah. We, we have four beautiful cats. Kitty Poppins, Mickey Mouse the Cat, Meowdum Mim and Cat Skellington. They're the official mascots of Podcast. There are little miracles. You don't think you might be a little old for this kind of obsessive devotion to a theme park? Uh, it's fun for all ages. I'm all ages! Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Were there any other changes that guests should be aware of? Parades and evening fireworks shows are still off in the hopes of preventing crowds and some of the rides are a little different. So, for example, the log ride sprays you with Purell instead of water now. So wear goggles and don't open your mouth. I had to have my stomach pumped after I ingested six ounces of hand sanitizer. Twice! She just can't keep from screaming on that final drop. Uh, but weren't you wearing a mask? I lost mine right before that on, on Pirates of the Caribbean. That's where Ernie and I always make love at the park. I can't finish until I hear them singing, Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. Oh, that's very disturbing. I don't know if we should really be encouraging anyone to go back to Disney World or any theme park right now. Oh, but, but we, need, we need the magic. Oh, oh man, I just, I just need that magic, so freaking bad like just just a little taste just a little taste of magic I, I just gotta have that sweet sweet magic looks like we need to go back oh god she's jones in so bad Ugh, well have fun avoiding the virus at the covidiest place on earth those were your disney fanatics Marsha and ernie jasper from a blog is a wish your heart made Now it's time for this week's Big Little Wins, courtesy of our intern, Ryan Shattuck. Take it away, Ryan. I have some bad news, Miss Mallow. There weren't any Big Little Wins this week. What? There weren't any wins at all. Nobody sent any in. And in my research online, I couldn't find any. Literally nobody had a small win this week. I'm so... So sorry. Oh, it's okay. I guess it was bound to happen at some point. I know. I feel so bad. 
it's a real shame that there were no wins this week because we need wins so bad. I made up a win just so we would have something to keep us happy. Kudos to all the public school students in the nation. After Education Secretary Betsy DeVos drowned when looking for her glasses after dropping them in the toilet. Nice. Please share your wins with us, no matter how small. Please! That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit considerourknowledge.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us for breaking news on Twitter at ConsiderOurKnow. To subscribe to the podcast, you can do it at Apple Podcasts or at Stitcher. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Natalie Thorpe, Jeremiah Knight, Marianne Wetzel, Hobart Willis, and Spencer Cannon. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. This week's episode is dedicated to comedy legend Carl Reiner, who passed away a few weeks ago at the age of 98. He is truly an inspiration to us, and we will miss him. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. They're the official mascots of Super Cats of Five. Look at the cat. Gotta fuck you. Somebody would mess up that name. I'm glad it wasn't me. Oh, Super I can't say Super it. Super Califragilistic XBL, XBL podcast. podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>